This is the Making a Musical podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Thrapp. The podcast follows the development and execution of my off-Broadway show, Lighthouse, an immersive drinking musical. We're working on an EP now that's coming out St. Patrick's Day with select songs. We sold out of the 2022 Edinburgh French Festival, jumped off Broadway in the summer of 2023, had a sellout ending there. We were listed as one of the top off-Broadway shows on TDF and on Showscore. And yeah, got that album. I just said that. I'm also working on a country EP at the same time, so you're going to have so much music coming this spring from me. But this fall, well, summer, late summer, whatever it is, whatever you consider August. I always consider August fall because I used to go back to school in the fall when I was growing up. But like, I know it's not fall, but I always think fall. But we're going to say this August. I'll be at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Yes, I am going back. I announced that in the last podcast. And today, I'm going to talk to you about what I'm actually doing. And it's funny because I know that I'm pivoting into country music, but this pivot also coincides with what I'm doing at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. So let's just get into it. Um, Well, why does it... I'll, I'll explain it in a second, but we're going to start with what this show actually is. And later you'll find out why my country music album has anything to do with it. Cause you're going to hear what I'm about to say. And you're going to be like, that has absolutely nothing to do with country, but too bad. Wait for it. You will get there. So here we go. My show is going to be called art of money getting. It is a solo show <laughs> starring yours truly written, starring, directed by yours truly. I'll probably get an assistant director just to like make sure my staging is right. But it is an immersive solo show where I basically do a parody of a pyramid selling speech. Like, you know, people that um, like, you know, when your friend from high school reaches out to you and she has a new business, she's a CEO of this makeup company and she invites you to the thing or, and then you go to the party and then she tries to sell you stuff and then says, but you could be in this too. And then tries to get you to like, not only buy stuff, but then commit to buying more and then sell it to your friends. <laughs> that is exact. That's what I'm doing. So I'm basically doing a parody of that, but with producing. So here's the pitch that's going to be in the um, program for the French Festival. Here it is, quote, Emmy-winning journalist Jackie Thrapp teaches you how to sell out your French show in an immersive experience with free merch and a side of manipulation and capitalism. In this once-in-a-lifetime multi-level marketing opportunity, you're going to tell all of your insecure friends about. End quote. That is the pitch that I have right now. And the show is inspired by P.T. Barnum's book, The Art of Money Getting. And it's basically a silly book about how he talked about how to get more money in your pocket. But he gave just like really funny reasons for how you can get rich, which don't really like. I remember one of the, one of the things he suggested, he said, um, or he wrote, don't, if you want to like, have more money than spend less. <laughs> like that was something he did. So what I'm going to do in my workshop, people are going to walk in and like, this is all a sale of my, my products that I already have, like my albums, my whatever. So basically people are going to walk in and I'm going to have a free cocktail and I'm going to be like, if you download my country music EP, I will give you this cocktail. 
So they all just download my country music EP. And if they have Apple Music, if not, that's fine. It's fine. At least like it on Spotify or whatever. Show me that you liked it and you will get this cocktail. So then I have people downloading my music. And then they all said, I'm going to give them all a workshop with QR codes with my other stuff to my audiobooks and to my Good Morning New York album, to Lighthouse, to Shelf Life. Like, I'm going to have them sit down and I'm going to be like, hey, I'm Jackie Thrapp. You know, I, I've, I've played this rodeo before. I've sold out Lighthouse, which is true. I sold out Lighthouse in 2022 at this festival, 70-seat theater. And you could be part of my next show, selling out. And here's how you do it. Buy a ticket for tomorrow or, or get your friend to buy a ticket for tomorrow. If you get someone to buy a ticket for tomorrow's show... I'm going to give you this hat right here. And then um, even if you don't, even if you can't, like you don't want to you know, buy a ticket for tomorrow. But if you send this to 10 people that are in town right now, I'll give you the hat anyway. And then if any of them buy a ticket, I'm going to give you a shirt that says I'm a producer. And basically I'm going to tell people, seriously, if they get someone to buy a ticket to my show, they are now a producer of my show. And I will get them on the email list where they get to see my ticket sales for its entirety forever. So basically, it's just getting people to come to my show and then getting their friends to come to my show <laughs> and so on. So it's me just like messing with people nonstop. And if they like, if you guys buy, I'll say like, if you buy tickets for tomorrow right now, if you buy one right now, I will give you this shirt. And then I'm also going to make them feel bad because I'm going to turn the shirt around and it's going to have the date of the performance. And I'll like literally, I'm going to buy they're really cheap. Like I'm going to buy these shirts. I'm going to have nine shows. So I'm going to, after every performance, I'm going to have like two shirts per show and they're going to have the date at the end. And I'll also have just some extra ones just in case. But I'll literally be like, if you guys don't buy this today, like what am I going to do with this shirt? Like I can only sell it today because that's the date that's on it. And so then I'll make them feel bad and I'll just be like, name your price. Like, I'm going to just do these desperate things that plucks at people's heartstrings. But at the same time, they're all internet. I want them all to know this is all chaos. And most of the things will just be free. Them downloading, um, them downloading my stuff or following me on Instagram or whatever. And I'm also thinking about, um, I'm... (laughs) This is a total side note, but when King Charles was inaugurated, um, there was a song that he had, I guess he commissioned someone to write a song for Camilla and there was this choir singing, uh, Veva Regina Camilla. And I've been kind of like, I don't know if I said that right, by the way, but I'll work on it. (laughs) I've been playing with the idea of doing like some techno song And it would just be playing nonstop as they get ready to come in and and as they go out. And then that would be part of the thing too. Like I kind of want to do this, get with someone to help me do this, some sort of techno version of that song. I'll sing it. And then have that like go viral in itself. And that be the theme song of the show where it's like, I think it says long live Camilla. (laughs) And that's the theme song. So again, these are just things that I'm doing. And it's not like... It's not like like what no more normal solo show is where they're like, I'm going to tell you a story about my trauma. This is me being like, I'm selling tickets and, and you should buy these. And then basically it's going to say like, I will give you producer credit in a sold out show. Now, 
Am I going to sell out? I know you're wondering. You're like, Jackie, you c- lightning doesn't hit twice or whatever that saying is. Yes, it does when you plan it correctly. In Lighthouse, we had a 70-seat theater. We sold out by giving out free, free shots. This, I'm going to do the same thing, but the difference is 20-seat theater. Yeah, I intentionally picked the smallest theater that I possibly could find so I can sell out easily. And I'm going to be sliding into the DMs of all the shows that are at Greenside. I'm going back to Greenside. I love Greenside. I'm going to be sliding into their DMs saying, hey, buy a ticket for this and I'll buy a ticket for yours. I'm going to sell tickets so cheap. My tickets are going to be five bucks, five bucks for my show. And I intentionally picked so Greenside has multiple theaters. So for those of you who don't know the Edinburgh Fringe, let me explain this. Let me walk back for a second before I go into ticketing. You have the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Under that, there are about five different theater companies that run a series of individual theaters around the area. So the Edinburgh Fringe is the umbrella. Under that are these big theater companies that have at least, I would say, three to five theaters or more um, under that. So Greenside is one of those five theaters that has a lot of theaters under it. And then in those theaters are more theaters, i.e. rooms. So I'm going back to Greenside, who did Lighthouse with us. And instead of going to their biggest um, room that was turned into a theater, I'm going to their smallest one. And it's in a different theater from the other theater that they, they have. They have a few theaters. I'm going to the one kind of on the main strip whenever you look at photos of the Edinburgh French Festival, you see people selling stuff. I'm going to the main strip of that and I'm one of the closest theaters to the half price hut. I'm going to be standing outside the hut like I did in Lighthouse and I'm going to be like, please buy a ticket to this. And then I'm just going to be like, guys, it's like two bucks. And for some people, I'll just say, if you go in and buy a ticket right now, I'll just give you five bucks. Like I'm intentionally selling these tickets for cheap so I can sell out like I mean I hope people come to the show but I'm like intentionally doing this like it's it's that's part of it and then people who like buy the hats or buy the shirt or whatever they like I literally will make them a producer and I'll put them on the website and they'll have access to ticket sales they won't make any money from it I'm not offering that no not at all the money's mine just kidding there's no money um, cause I'm selling $5 tickets outside the half price hut for $2. That's such a joke, but that's also the joke in itself. Um, but the theater is right next to it. So, uh, I was going somewhere with that. Oh, I think that's where I was going with that. So that's what I'm doing for the show. And like, initially I thought to myself, well, I've said it before. I've said like, I think actually I did say this. I said I would never do a solo show at the Fringe. And then I was like, but if I were to, I would do this. And I'm doing exactly what I said I was going to do. Now, later in this podcast, I'm going to go through just like all the competition and and what, how I'm going to do it. But before we get to that, I want to, I don't even, it's not that I want to plug this, but I really want to be on the inaugural Playbill cruise ship. Like, I really want to be on it. I, I love Playbill, obviously. I pay a lot for Playbills. And it's, I just have to be on it. So, 
I want to, either way, I wanted to go back to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. And I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to be going back either way, I might as well do a show. And again, this isn't going to be Lighthouse where I pay more than 20 grand and cast on my friends and fly everybody out. It's not going to be that. It's literally going to be me flying out with a suitcase of shirts and hats and some work pages and being like, come to my show. And that is part of it. So I'm looking at the Edinburgh Fringe, um, the Playbill Cruise for the Fringe. Let's see how much it is. I love this. I mean, it's not the best, but okay, here we go. Seven nights starting at a thousand two hundred and fifty bucks, but that's pounds. Sorry, you pounds to USD. What's that? A thousand five hundred? Yeah, thousand five hundred seventy nine pounds. Beginning the eighth, I'm one hundred percent gonna be staying on this. And let's see, at the time of booking, I have to pay thirty five percent. On November eighth, I have to pay thirty five percent. Final payment March eighth, thirty percent. What? I don't have that money. Anyway, help me go. Help me go, guys. I want to go. Um, port of Laith. Where's the port of... It departs from the Port of Laith. Oh, I guess that's... When it Honestly, I actually have no idea what's happening. Now I'm just looking into this. For, either way, I don't care. I want to be on that ship. But what I wonder, are meals included? Meals? Oh, yeah. The cost of all suites has includes all meals, access to the ship. I get to go to Playbill Fringe Entertainment. Ooh, maybe I can do like a show on the Playbill cruise ship. Buffet-style meals. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, and a pizza parlor is open for late-night bites and room service 24-7. My God, it's like, oh, this is going to be so nice. This is going to be so much better than staying in a hostel, um, which, which also was kind of the time of my life. <laughs> us the, at the um lighthouse cast staying in a hostel during the edinburgh french festival although not preferred by anyone i also look back and think what good times because we had so much fun it's just like going back to college or something but i want to live in style now i want to live in style so cruise ship baby here i come i mean i have to find the money for it but then baby here i come Okay, back to the point that I was making. The cost of the theater. All right, so the cost of the theater is about 800 bucks. And I had to pay 30% up front. And then I think that some places aren't even starting to... I don't know for sure, but I think that some of the other theater companies haven't yet started to take submissions yet. And the reason why I got in so early is because I'm going through Greenside. I worked with them before. And it was 30% up front for this early, early pick. And I wanted to do the first week of the Edinburgh Fringe Festival as well, because I noticed that that's when you get a lot of reviews. That's also when you get like people pick like best joke, best, I think some people pick like best actor or something. And I just feel like I have, oh, and the press day. Last year I flew out for Edinburgh to be there that first week to do press and I flew back to New York and then I flew back and I was flying through play airlines it's a real thing and I went to Scotland not Scotland it took me to Ireland then Dublin then Scotland because I was that cheap but I think it was like 200 round trip so you know time or money time or money I pick time but maybe not because I'm gonna be living in luxury these days again this is another good thing about isolating my work I keep talking about isolating where it's me, few people that I hire, opposed to 
me and, and, and 10 to 20 people that I'm hiring. I, I like, I've done it. It's stressful. I'm currently in an isolation mood, mode, life, who knows, era, dare I say era, I actually hate when people use the podcast word era, because like Taylor Swift made that like a new thing, love Taylor Swift, love the eras tour, but also people got to stop saying era, like what you make a coffee and then you put almond milk in it and you're in your almond milk era opposed to oat milk, get, get out of here, I'm done with it, um, but yeah, so the theater was about uh, 800 bucks. This again, this is a small theater. I got to go back and look at how much Lighthouse's was, but Lighthouse was over a thousand. Was it under 2000? I got to go back and look. You Or you guys can go back and listen to the podcast, but I don't know. I paid for so many theaters over the years. I honestly don't remember, but not a bad, not a bad price. If you want to get a theater with more seats, it's not that much, but again, harder to sell out. And I'm trying to get the sellout Laurel this year for this show. I should have gotten it in 2022 because we did sell out, but with Greenside, they would give people lanyards where they, if you're a Greenside show, you get a Greenside, if you can pay for a lanyard that gets you into the show for free. So we had a lot of comp tickets. And then when I went to the, like we had packed houses, full seats, but the comp ticket, they were people that paid for the lanyard that then came to our show. And then the people at the French festival told me, well, we can't do that. We're not going to give you the lanyard because they didn't pay. They were comped. And I'm like, that is not fair. So this year I'm making everyone purchase a ticket for $2.50 at least. I might even do like a $1 sale. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I do know that I'm, I'm going to sell these tickets as they required of me last time. The time of the theater. So let me pull up this contract. So... I'm doing a little bit of a prime time slot this time around, which I'm pretty pumped for. So I'm going to be at the Riddles Court Theater. Again, that's where all the people are in the Clover Studio. The time that I'm getting is 7.25 to 8.35. And that, this is how they work. This is how the shows work. So I'm probably going to do a 8.45 start. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, I don't really have to bring much in. I'm going to have a mannequin with my merch on it. And then workshop. So there's not really much to set up. I'm not going to have a helper. I'm just going to have someone like do the lights and stuff. Um, but I mean, do I even need someone to do the lights? Oh yeah. Actually, what am I talking about? Yeah, I do. I mean, but the lights are off and on, but whatever. Um, yeah, so I'm doing that. That'll be the time period. A lot of these shows don't really start at like what, what I was nervous about when I went to the fringe is like, you have to have a set, like 7 p.m., 6 p.m., 8 p.m. start time. No. Shows in the fringe, they start at all these random times. That's just how it is, and it's funny. And it's part of it. Okay, so the location of the theater, I already told you that. <laughs> the name of the show, Art of Money Getting. I'm sorry, I, I have to start with an A because I could do the Art of Money Getting, but that would put me lower in the program, and I want to be at the top of the alphabet. Honestly, if I could think of a number... That would put me higher as well, but I can't, unless I do one way to make money, I don't know, what's, what's one? So we got a one, the number one, because that's higher than an A, according to the French program. One art of money getting, one winner, one producer, I, I don't, I don't know, I mean, I'll think of, if you have any ideas, let me know, I'm not giving you royalties, so tell me at your own, um, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about it. But I have to decide 
Oh boy, this is going to be hard. So now I'm holding the French program. You just heard me press that. That's the French program. So I'm holding this baby up and there's a few sections in this. This is why I've always been nervous to go back to fringe. And I've talked about it before. Like well, the smallest section in the fringe is the musical section. And that is good because in my head, I'm like, okay, that means more people will see it that like musicals and a bunch of people at the fringe like musicals. But Art of Money Getting is not a musical. <laughs> Unless I like make it one. But I don't feel like it. So it's not going to be a musical. Bummer. The second biggest categories. No, I'll just start with the biggest. Looking at the 2022, the biggest category is the comedy section. And then under that is the theater section. So that's where I end up next. And then they also have a music section that's smaller. The events section is really small. Wow. The dance section's pretty small as well. And then there's a children's section, right? Yeah, the children's section's small. Then the cabaret section's um, small as well, but not as small as musical. Like literally musicals is the smallest. Oh, it's spoken word is actually the most small. Wow, that is really small. Oh boy, that would be hard to sell a ticket. I, gosh, did I even know there was a spoken word category? Oh my God, that's embarrassing. Wow. Okay, so now, anyway, I'm looking at this again. How many pages are we at with this thing? We're at 356 pages, just full of shows. Like, here, look, you hear that? That's all the shows. Wait, there's another section? Oh, just menu guide. Okay, so whatever. You've heard me go through this. There are so many sections, and I have to decide if I'm going to do comedy or if I'm going to do theater. And... Uh, what I hate about this decision is that both are so competitive and I don't like being in that competitive space. I know that I am comedy. Maybe I should look at the awards. Like what awards can I get for like, what are the odds of getting an award more for whatever? I don't know. I don't know. But I, I have to now think of that. And I, I have time because I don't think they'll announce the first round of shows until late spring, early summer. So I do have time to pick the category that I'm going to be in. Um, I, this is always the hardest. Wow, why am I so nervous trying to pick a category? I, for some reason, I feel like it's make it or break it. Like, this is my moment. And I, I don't know what category that would be in. So they're so hard to sell though. Like people at the French festival, they apparently I've been told the average attendee per show was like three people. So it's, people do get pretty upset when they do their shows and they rent it out for three weeks and like no one really comes. And it, it really is like crap. Like it doesn't feel good at all. Um, I've been told, and I'm, I'm diving into this being like, oh boy, I'm going to have to sell these. But that's, again, that's part of the show is selling the seats. Maybe it's because I'm upset that the Fringe Festival didn't give us the laurel that I believe we earned in 2022. And so I'm like, Ah, you want me to sell the seats? I'll sell them. $2.50. Give me that laurel. You know, maybe it's, maybe it's that. Because I, I am certainly 
not bitter, but I'm not happy that I didn't get that laurel because I really wanted to use that for promo for the off-Broadway show. But, oh well, what can a girl do? Um, I'm excited to come back. I'm trying to get my friend Bobby to come back because he's writing a two-person musical. So hopefully he can come back and his mom is the best and maybe we could do like a little trip out there. But yeah, so that is what I'm planning for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. It's a solo show. There are no opportunities involved in it unless you want to front money the t-shirts and the hats then I will happily make you a executive producer if you front money. Actually, no. And half of the venue space. I'm not going to give you that credit too easily. You front, you front the theater space and pay for the shirts and hats. You'll be an executive producer. You, may, you pay for half the theater space. I'll make you a producer. Again, this is like 800, four, like 400 bucks or whatever. Yeah, you do that, and there you go. Yeah, I just made this up right now, but I'm going to stick to it. So when you reach out to me, if you want to do it, I'll say that. Um, yeah, but there you go. But also, you just come to the show, or you just buy a ticket, but you have to be there. I actually want an audience. Um, you come to the show, pay two bucks, buy a hat. You're a producer too, you know? It can be you. You can be part of it. It's all part of the stupid... This is all a narrative about how theater actually is. Like, people just give away producer credit for amount of money that they spend. And it's, it's a joke, and that's why it's a solo show. But it will, be, will it be a comedy show? Comedy theater, comedy theater. It's a hard one. They're both competitive, and I don't feel comfortable competing in any of those categories because they're so competitive. But, I don't know, I'm betting on myself. <clears throat> betting on myself. I keep talking about that in these podcasts, so I might as well. Thanks for listening. I hope you're having a wonderful holiday season and a happy new year. Um, this is going to be coming out on the 28th, December 28th. So by the time this comes out, I will probably be moved out of New York City. I know, save the best for last, huh? The little piece of fun stuff. I'm gone, guys. I'm gone. Um, I wish I could say it with like more emotion, but some some things, you know sometimes uh, you're just so bitter you're like I think I'm done now that's actually not what it is I I just don't want to be in New York in the winter and I don't feel bad about it and I don't have to stay I have nothing in the works in New York City and I can fly out here for stuff if I need to. Like, I really don't see the reason to stay. You can listen to my other podcasts about it. I don't want to go into it now. But for those who are just hearing this, as I've already said, I'm 31. I would like to buy a house. I would like to get meet a man, start a family. And it has not happened in New York City. And it's... I don't think it will happen in New York City. I know it won't happen in New York City. Again, by the time you hear this, I've probably already left New York City. And I'm going to go out to Nashville. I'm going to be in Denver for a few weeks, but then I'm going to go to Nashville. And I'm going to buy a condo or a townhouse out there. And I'm going to write music. And I'm going to work on my theater. And I'll probably bring back chick flicks in Nashville as well, my musical improv team. I'll have to recast because it's Nashville. But... um. You know, I'm, I'm focusing on putting my personal life first for the first time 
ever. So that is why you are hearing that. But again, you just heard me rant about all the things that I'm doing. I'm not stopping anything that I'm doing. I'm just doing a strong pivot. All right. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays. See you in Nashville.